When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No. I don't know who said it. Somebody said they missed Jordan, our director. He's probably watching right now. Going, ah, yes, I'm irreplaceable. This is what happens when I leave. How about that? Jordan is loving this. Oh, yeah. You know that. He's, oh, yeah. First show, Jordan's missed. You know that, right, Paul? This is the Rod Peterson Show. And there he is, the host of the program. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the RP Show. And, yeah, we, we were having a little uh, chuckles with Director Jordan. He was gone for the last two shows of last week, and miraculously, we survived. And here we are for a Monday, as one of our viewers already chimed in, BW, watching in Edmonton, says it is the first show of year four of the RP Show. How about that? And, uh, How about that? Yeah, yes, as I broadcast from sunny and hot South Florida, we bring in the Moose from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose DuPont. And for the first time, Moose, and now 772 shows, I was sitting here just enjoying what we call the pre-roll. The YouTube viewers see it, the television viewers do not, but I, I was just getting... Wrapped up in watching Wes Cates and me talk. I was like, I could just sit here for two hours and... Oh, wait, I got to host the show. <sighs> so I'm ready to host it. I'm ready to. But I'm like, is this how the viewers feel? Like, just entertain me. And I think we do. And here we are yeah. Yeah. launching year four. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be on the air. Yes. You know, three full years and into a, into a, <clears throat> into a fourth year. You know, almost 800 shows. Um, it's been awesome. So I uh, hope you had a great weekend and uh, happy to get started today. Yes, I do kind of miss the weekend photo album. We got to find a new uh, partner sponsor for the weekend photo album because uh, I had a great one, obviously, through Sarasota, Florida and the Siesta Key, America's finest beach. And um, to be honest with you, I was just kind of remembering the old days as it was the final cut down day in the CFL this year this weekend and i'm like i remember the old days hitting refresh 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 why haven't they announced their cuts yet fans blowing up my dms where are the rider cuts i don't know i'm not in charge Woosa, just floating up with the boats at siesta keys just nice and going by hertz arena as i told you just before we went to the air there's this hockey rink in the middle of seemingly nowhere just north of Naples, Florida. And I'm like, Hertz Arena? This looks like the co-op center in Medicine Hat, but it's got palm trees around it. It's a hell of a lot warmer. And I looked it up and I'm like, home to the Florida Everblades, who will open the Kelly Cup this week, Moose, the ECHL Championship against the Toledo Walleye. Games one and two, Tuesday, Thursday, in Naples, Florida. Who knew? How about that? But we got out of here this weekend because it was a tropical storm. 
Uh, it started, if I have this right, I think it was named Tropical Storm Alex at first, and then they changed the name to Agatha. The Tropical Storm had a sex change, and it dropped like eight to 10 inches of rain here in South Florida. So I spent this morning scooping water out of the Jeep and uh, just battening down the hatches as I, well, no, that was Friday, battening down the hatches, so cleaning up from Tropical Storm Alex, which turned to Agatha over the weekend. So that's, yeah, how was your weekend? Weekend was, was great, actually. The weather was pretty good around here. Got a, got a round in at Deer Valley and spent some time with mom and dad. And uh, so it was a good weekend. We had a, we had a good time. Was it good to hear? Good to sea hear. Sea doing on the water. Oh, I wasn't sea doing. I was just videoing the people sea doing. Yeah. Sea doing. So uh, yeah, if you want to go and have a look, check out my Instagram story right now at Rod Peterson official. We had a big time. I think it's still on there. Um, yeah, I see that the viewers are awake and up, and they're asking us questions. It's been 772 shows, and I will say this as politely as I can, but this is me and Moose's time now. We'll get to viewer takeover later and answer your questions. So if you can hit the uh, quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan. Let's get, let's get into it. Number one, Andre Palat scored with 42 seconds left, and the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the New York Rangers 3-2 in game three of the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals on Sunday. The two-time defending Stanley Cup champions cut the Rangers' lead in the series to 2-1 after dropping the first two games at MSG. Game four goes Tuesday in Tampa. Um, what that game reminded me of, for one, I'm watching it going, this is nowhere near as exciting as Edmonton, Colorado, and we're going to spend far less time on that game as we are our next point, which is tonight's game four of Oilers Avs. Um, but it reminded me, with 42 seconds left, Palat scores the winner? What? Like, you're all getting ready for overtime, right? Getting the getting snacks ready, doing a bathroom break, and then burr, burr, game over. What? It was like Saturday night. You people in Canada don't get the TNT broadcast like we do, NHL on TNT. And I feel so sorry for you peasants up there that you don't get Rick Tockett and Wayne Gretzky and these great guys on the panel. So before the pregame of Saturday's Orders Avalanche game, Tockett, he's so great. He's like, get ready for overtime tonight, boys. Yep, we're going overtime. And Mike Smith says, hold my beer. And he lets... <laughs> in that five-hole goal to, to ruin. That's what yesterday felt like to me. We're all set for overtime. And then Palat scores with 42 seconds left. So, Rangers Lightning, that's my take. Yours. Yeah, the Rangers uh, and Lightning. I mean, the Lightning are awake, right? What, 52 shots in that game. And that's, that's scary for the New York Rangers, who had really, I thought, you know, tamed the Lightning in the first two games. I, I thought, you know, they looked like the better team. They were, they were skating really well. They were finishing. Shesterkin was playing really well. Not that he didn't play well in this game either, but Tampa really woke up, and you could see some desperation in them. Uh, they knew they had to win that game and not go down 3-0. Three, three so um, we got a series now, and I'm probably a little concerned if I'm a Rangers fan this morning. Yeah, probably, but I think of this because I see these comments. I put some of them out there about, does the NHL want the Rangers to win? Does the NHL want the Lightning to win? Does the NHL want the Avalanche to win? And we've kicked this around for quite some time. And yeah, in a way, I think they do. It's like uh, your kids. They all ask you if, you if you have a favorite. You say you don't, but you actually do. But you just got to keep it to yourself. 
And that's what I think it is with the Stanley Cup playoffs. They, they, they want certain teams to be in the final, but they can't admit it. Uh, let's move on to point two. The Colorado Avalanche will be looking to sweep the Oilers tonight in game four of the Western Conference Final. And the Oilers will have to fend off elimination without forward Evander Kane, who was suspended for one game for his game three hit from behind on Colorado's Nazem Kadri, who will miss the remainder of the series with an injury. The obvious question is, should he have got one game? And while the fans really love debating player discipline and suspensions, I don't, because simply... Ten guys or gals can look at one play and have ten different opinions on it. Do I think it was suspension worthy? No. Iffy for five minutes. But whatever. Why spend time debating it? I think the fact that Kadri's out for the rest of the series is probably why Kane got one game. But our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is not about the suspension. It's about tonight's game four. Does the series end tonight? Colorado at Edmonton. Do they complete the sweep? Do they bring out the brooms? And last I looked, 67% of you were saying yes, it does end. And it is my commentary today, Moose, uh, about this series and about this game. It's unfortunate. Mike Smith has really given the orders no chance in this series. He was pulled in game one, should have been pulled in game two. And again, you people in Canada robbed of the commentary of the NHL on TNT. It's so much different in America in every regard. But here's Keith Jones saying, that's a save Mike Smith has to make. I don't know what the Canadian crew said about it. I don't know what they're allowed to say, but they really let a rock on the NHL on TNT. So Mike Smith has ruined any chance the orders have of winning this series. Do they win tonight? That might be up to Mike Smith. He can put up the plywood. Maybe they shut out Colorado and they go to a game five in the Loud House in Denver. I don't know. I'm going to say, no, it doesn't end tonight. I would like to think the orders come with their best game of the series, and Mike Smith does too. So I'll say no. What do you think for game four tonight? Yeah, I'm on the no bandwagon too. I don't think the series ends tonight. I thought, you know, I thought Edmonton was going to pull out game three. I really did for a long time in that series. And um, it just didn't happen. So I thought they played really well. I thought it was their best game of the series. I think they'll be even better tonight. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think Edmonton wins, and I think it goes back to Colorado. I don't even know if you would be able to find the NHL on TNT panel. And by the way, those guys on Sportsnet are my friends in a lot of ways. Kelly Rudy's a really close friend, uh, and he's an intermission panelist, as you know. But these guys on the NHL on TNT, they've made it fun again because it's 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 what hockey is is what sportsnet is it's stuffy it's i know this i know that and they're not that on tnt they're just having fun like with biz shaving his head right you saw that on saturday night and then they put the camera on wayne and wayne's just like what what am i what am i part of here <laughs> like they're just having fun this should be fun yeah, hmm? I, I, I know. I, I think so. I think the fun is really good. I think what they I think they complement each other really well. And I think, you know, we get a lot of great info. I love the panel still in, in Canada, but it's refreshing. You're right. It's a breath of fresh air, you know, with those guys. And you talked about a weekend photo album. We don't need our weekend photos, man. Rod, we need we need the Jugs weekend photos. He could fill his own photo album hanging out with Wayne and Biz. He made that trip to Edmonton. And uh, our text line is full of great photos from his weekend in the City of Champions. 
One of our P1's Priority One viewers, P-Jug, P-Jug, sending us photos of himself with Biz. I didn't see any photos of him and Wayne, but yeah, he's having himself a time. The uh, program and the warm-up brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, and obviously Rod's rants too, which again, what would I possibly have to rant about living in South Florida? But if I did, and I'm sure something will come up that'll tick me off, it's brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating and cooling company of the RP Show. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. As I mentioned, this is the warm-up. We're broadcasting on Game Plus TV and YouTube Live. Um, so to the other thing, well, for one, I'm saving the next segment after the commercial for more expansive CFL talk because it is week one. I'm talking about what I want to talk about here to open the show is what everybody's talking about besides the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's Canada's men's national team refusing to play a match Sunday against Panama amid strained labor negotiations with the nation's governing body as players seek to equalize match fees and share World Cup prize money with the women's team. It's a very noble cause by the men's soccer team from Canada. I pitted in to watch the game yesterday, if you can believe it was on Fox Sports 2, and then no game. The game was called off two hours before it was set to start at Vancouver's BC Place. Players also refused to train on Friday and Saturday. You've probably all heard this as they prepare for the World Cup appearance since 19, their first since 1986. The team issued a statement Sunday amid heated negotiations with Canada Soccer, which comes less than a month after the unions for the American men's and women's team reached a landmark agreement with U.S. Soccer for equal pay. In the statement, it said, it's time we take a stand for the future of soccer in Canada. This is from the players. The men said they want 40% of World Cup prize money, a friends and family travel package, and an equitable structure with our women's national team that shares the same player match fees percentage of prize money earned at our respective FIFA World Cups and the development of a women's domestic league. Says, uh, and now Canada soccer has disrespected our team and jeopardized our efforts to raise the standards and effectively advance the game in Canada. Nick Bontis is the president of Canada Soccer. He apologized to fans who got stiff for the game Sunday, but he also called the players' demands untenable. That's as far as I'm willing to wander down this road because it reminds me of the people that aren't really CFL fans that were like, oh, they're on strike? Okay, wake us up when they're not. Very noble cause by the men's team for sure. <clears throat> but will wake me up when they're playing. But I know this has got a lot of people hot and bothered, so... I wanted to mention it, and where are you on it, Moose? I think it's a good thing. I think it's, it's in, you know, a good cause. And, you know, I hope that they can find a good solution out of this because, you know, no matter what, when it's the women's team doing well um, and, and winning medals at World Cups and at Olympics, it puts the game on the map in Canada. And it's so amazing for growing the game. And when the men qualify for a World Cup, it's also great for growing the game. So I hope they can find a solution that... Uh, uh, creates a little bit of equality and uh, helps grow the game at a grassroots level too at the same time. Yeah, well, again, <laughs> this is certainly not millionaires and billionaires fighting over money. I don't mean to dismiss it at all, but I'm like, I'm just now getting into soccer and now we're having a fight over money. And that's why I asked you, you know, who's the villain in this? And in a way, you said Canada soccer. I guess if I had to pick a side, it would be the side of the players. But I mean, maybe it's because of my age and been around the block, but it's so often you see just unfairness in sport and people not being paid and it's just gross. 
but we're not the judge and jury here on the RP show where we try to keep it fun and light. Which reminds me, we move on to point four of our quick six. Stephen Curry scored 29 points and the Golden State Warriors beat the Boston Celtics 107-88 Sunday night to even the NBA Finals at 1-1. I've never been less interested in the NBA Finals than I am this year and I have no idea why. Maybe because I'm in more into the Stanley Cup Finals than I've never ever been in before. Uh, game three goes Wednesday in Boston. I think it's really weird, the spacing of these games. I've like two days off in between games. I don't know why. I guess it's, from a media perspective, it's amazing. I was thinking about football all my years in the CFL. One game a week was deadly because you had three days off to review last week's game, or three days not, not, not off, three days after the game to review it, and then three days to preview the next one. It was absolutely perfect. From a media perspective, this is great for the NBA Finals, but the spacing is a little ridiculous. How do you feel? Um, yeah, it does. It gives you a chance to really milk it, right? And, and create more events and parties around it and media hype. And, you know, when, when you're in the NHL and you got a game every night, you got three hours to recap last night and three hours to look ahead to the game coming up. So um, I do like it in that sense, but uh, it is a little different. Uh, there were a couple of CEBL games on Sunday. It looks like the Ottawa Blackjacks got the dead cat bounce. The dead cat bounce, as our guy Nugsy calls it. It's, it's not Nugsy's phrase, but I've heard him say it. You know, you fire your coach and you start winning a few games. Um, the Ottawa Blackjacks of the Canadian Elite Basketball League fired their coach. I don't know his name. I don't know who they hired, but I got the email with the news release. Blackjacks fire coach or part ways with so-and-so, and then they go on to win. So I'm following this more than your average Canadian. I don't necessarily know the names, but I'm reading your scores. Ottawa fired their coach and they won. 86-85 over the Newfoundland Growlers and the Montreal Alliance. Break up the Alliance. The expansion team beat Guelph 94-74. So there's some Canadian elite basketball league scores. I see we're over time for the break. When we come back, we'll welcome in some viewer comments, and we'll get to week one in the Canadian Football League and discuss my assertion that the Calgary Stampeders have sent a message. Stick around. We'll talk about that when we return. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to a brand new week, everybody. It's your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We're brought to you in part by Taco Time. Real food, real value, real flavor. Before we bring the moose back in and before I get to that CFL stuff, there are some other points. 6A, 6B, 6C that I want to rattle off here. The Buffalo Bandits got past the Colorado Mammoth 15-14 Saturday night in Game 1 of the NLL Final at Key Bank Center in Buffalo before over 14,000 fans. The Bandits, Tihoka Nantikoki had a huge night. Five goals, two assists, and Nick Weiss scored the game winner with 51 seconds to go. Again, Buffalo beating Colorado 15-14. Game two goes back to Denver at the Loud House Saturday night. The band is looking to close it out. WHL defenseman 
Edmonton Oil Kings defenseman Luke Prokop scored a pair of goals as part of a four-point night as the Edmonton Oil Kings beat the Seattle Thunderbirds 5-4 Sunday to tie up the dub final 1-1. Game three goes Tuesday in Seattle. You can watch it on TSN. And Tampa Bay Rays manager Kevin Cash doesn't believe his clubhouse will be divided after a number of players decided not to wear rainbow-colored logos on their uniforms as part of the MLB team's Pride Night Saturday that recognized the area's LGBTQ community. Kevin Cash says discussions among the players over the past few weeks were constructive and emphasized the value of differing perspectives. So, yeah, we can kick that around. Let's bring the moose in. I, I would like... Bernie Nichols is coming up this hour, and then an hour or two, it's just Moose and I, so we can really settle into all of them. But Moose, um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the CFL preseason results. The preseason's over. The cuts have been made. So little should be made of CFL preseason results that when the Riders won the Grey Cup in 2007 and 2013 when I was with them, I don't even remember what their preseason record was. It doesn't even matter. Um, But my takeaway, I've... Two takeaways from the preseason. None of them involve in the Rough Riders. This is what I want the viewers to know. I'm no longer the Rider guy, but I'm definitely the CFL guy. So I'm following it very, very closely. So when Chris Jones came out and his Elks lost 37-7 to Friday night in the preseason game to Calgary, and he's like, well, that's as bad as I've ever seen. The special teams, I grab my, I'm like, <laughs> that's just Joe, that's Jones. Right? Like, all the Edmonton yeah. fans will be running around thinking the sky is falling. But A, a Jones likes to exaggerate. B, they're not as bad as he purports them to be. That's just Jones. It's hilarious. He's like, well, they're so bad, my staff can't even evaluate them. They're, Edmonton's not going to be that bad, okay? He's just sandbagging. I know him very well. And I think it's awesome. And two, if my math is right, the Calgary Stampeders defeated their opposition by a combined 78 to 13. The Calgary Stampeders. 78 to 13, they steamrolled their opposition. It's a message to the rest of the CFL. It's been four years since we've been in the Grey Cup. Enough's enough. And yeah, and Bo didn't even play Friday night in Edmonton. And Ryan Ballantyne DM'd me, the chief punk out of Calgary, the Stampeders blogger, three down nation columnist and he goes by the way rod the stamps only allowed two plays in the red zone and those were because one of those was because of pass interference they're kicking the crap out of everybody so did you not get the sense when we were in calgary that they got some dirt in their eye like they're mad they're ready to pulverize teams that's that's the sense like i could be completely wrong but i think it was a message yeah you get a feeling that did the organization, the fan base, did the city take their foot off the gas last year, you know, and just kind of cruise through the season? Um, it feels like it's back to business for Calgary. It, it absolutely feels that way that, you know, they went into training camp and said, look, it, we've got work to do. And every single day we have to be the best team in the, in the CFL. And they proved that in the preseason. So I'm a little concerned if I'm the rest of the CFL's West for sure. Uh, based on what I saw to Calgary in that preseason. But you're right, preseason results really don't matter. But if I'm doing any sort of preseason rankings and power rankings, how do you not put Calgary on top? I know Winnipeg, but how do you not put Calgary at or near the top? Well, and the irony here is that I said preseason results don't matter, and then I went to say that Calgary's kicked the crap out of everything, but it's how you win. And they exerted their will on two opponents. 
and the fact that the Lions were crying because they were sending zero blitzes in the fourth quarter. So what? I mean, I <laughs> don't say anything, man. Just take it and come back and, and, and take their number, right, later. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and he says, Dave Dickinson said the Stampeders had the best camp either he or Huff have ever seen. That's saying something. Uh, Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta says, Rod, mark my words. I predict the 2022 season will see the Stampeders versus Bombers. This is the best Stampeder team in a very long time. The most depth in multiple positions in over a decade. And I'm, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Calgary served notice because nobody's talking about Calgary. Everybody's talking about Winnipeg and well, they should. And the riders are going to probably be there in the end, but Calgary kicked the crap out of everybody. Uh, from our viewers, Scott Ford watching on YouTube regarding Ottawa torching their coach, the Blackjacks, the basketball team. He said, Blackjack Shelia, Blackjack Shellac is the new coach. That's his name, Blackjack Shellac. I like it. How about it. that? Uh, from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he says, time to dust off sports-only vocabulary. Big night for the orders. Can they stave off elimination? I managed to stave off working out today, Moose, but I'm not sure that I'll be able to for the rest of the day. I might, I might go work out later, but I staved off working out. Is there... Any other situation in life that you, you hear people use the term stave, except for when it comes to teams avoiding elimination? No, and mostly in hockey, too. I mean, basketball, maybe a little bit, but stave <laughs> is the only word we see in hockey. The other one we don't see very often is on the brink, you know, on the brink. I used that this morning. And Oilers are on the brink of elimination. We don't use that in our daily life either. I'm on the brink of getting into the shower. <laughs> yes. Right on. <laughs> Um, with regards to the fight between the men's soccer team and Soccer Canada, which, by the way, I understand this is no small thing. I have enough respect for the sport of soccer and sport in general to realize this is a serious deal. Um, from Freedom Warriors United, he writes in and says, good on the Canadian soccer team asking for a fairer share of the money, but is it fair? But is it fair? That's the real question. I'm... But, I'm Freedom Warriors United. That's the viewer in the chat. And that's the thing. This is similar to the CFL. This will show that I am not necessarily the CFL critic that people will purport me to be. Um, what I'm saying is there's all these other leagues playing. I'd rather debate those that are playing than those that aren't playing and fighting over money. I don't want to take the time to sort out who's right and who's wrong in this soccer scenario, just like I wasn't going to take the time to sort out what, who was right and who was wrong in the CFL. Like, for, like you see what's making the news. You must have, if not on three down somewhere, Darren, that Larry Tannenbaum came out and spoke over the weekend or late last week about the fact that he doesn't like the structure of the CFL. How a freaking Louia. I've been saying it for how long? Two years? Maybe a little longer that this league is, <laughs> is broken? Like, Larry, you're my, you're my spirit animal. He's like, well, the community-owned teams see no problem with the current CFL. They don't want it changed. So now we need to decide whether we want to be part of it or not. 
Was he reading my diary? Was he watching old episodes of this show? That's what I've been saying for two years, but I gave up. You hate the CFL, Rod. Does Larry Tannenbaum hate the CFL because he's the chairman of the Toronto Argonauts and MLSC in general? What did you think when you read that article? I thought it was great and refreshing, and I thought it was it's needed. And But well, here's the part that's needed is the CFL needs an owner or a president or a leader in these teams to step up and almost take control. And, you know, it happens in the National Football League. We see it with a guy like Jerry Jones, who just kind of takes the league and moves them forward. Now, he's not the only one. Robert Kraft, there's others. And a lot of those owners are, are you know, really responsible for the growth of the league. But Larry Tannenbaum could be that voice. It's a very powerful organization in MLSE. If he wanted to step up and really take that ownership group of the CFL and help push them towards the next level, I think that could be really positive. What isn't is using that and saying, we don't like it and we got to decide if we want to leave or not. What I'd like him to do is say, we don't like the structure here and we're going to lead the change to make this right. So hopefully he can be that voice in the room to uh, help push the CFL forward. Maybe. Uh, Arlen Bruce the third writes in and he says, year four. He's talking about our show. This is the first show of year four. Arlen Bruce the third says, great work, fellas. It's like Rod Peterson University. I'm definitely graduating with honors from RP University. Great show. Moose, I think we should show, we should open up a post-secondary uh, institution. What do you think? I'm in. I'm in. I don't know if it's going to be a, a broadcasting school, a business school, or what have, maybe a common sense school, maybe a life school. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think we could do it. Um, Don, our Navy friend, writes and he says, uh, he rhetorically is writing Larry Tannenbaum. He says, uh, Larry T, how about you do a bit of marketing? <laughs> I laugh because you got to know my Navy friend, Don. He's a beauty. I'm, I'm seeing his face reading. Larry T, how about you do a bit of marketing yourself before you spout off about poor performance of the league? Screw you, MLSA. You do SFA for the Argos. Do you know what SFA is? Sweet F all. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Schmeiser watching in Kansas City writes in and he says, is Scott Banda the solution to lead the CFL to the promised land? No, I don't even know who Scott Bandy is. I couldn't pick him out of a room full of guys coming up to kick me in the shins. I'm so not interested in that story that he was named chairman of the CFL Board of Governors last week that I didn't even read it on the air. Scott Banda. No. Here's the guy that should probably be uh, the commissioner, and his name is Wally Buono. As I looked at these games in week one in the Canadian Football League, I'm thinking, let's, let's ask Wally what he thinks about everything. I mean, with regards to the CFL and the nine teams, Wally, like, Wally and I used to hate each other. Like, freaking hate each other. But, of course, we get out of our old roles and we sit around and we talk like we've been friends our whole life. And Wally's like, you know, the, the reason the NFL doesn't have the problems the CFL is, is they've been split up into six team pods or something like that. Seven, six or seven team pods, and none of them can get enough control to take down the commissioner. That's what Wally said. The CFL doesn't do that. And it was Wally last year that said that, remember, he said the teams with the veteran coaching staffs will get an early jump and have the best teams because of the shortened season and no training camp. Wally said that on this show. 
So I feel like saying, will the teams with new coaching staffs be behind this year? Probably. Look at Edmonton. New staff with Jones. So for that reason, you might want to take the BC Lions to win at home this week over the Edmonton Elks. But anyways, Moose, we have to break. We got enough to chew on for later on in the show, right? We'll see you back for hour two. You bet. See you then. Broadway Bernie Nichols will join us next as we talk Stanley Cup playoffs. Bernie Nichols, NHL great, NHL ambassador for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Coming up next, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. We're live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. RP Show brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. As you know, Bet Regal is our exclusive betting partner, their NHL ambassador, as Kings and Rangers great, as well as a few other NHL teams. Bernie Nichols, he joins us for his regular Monday spot, chatting Stanley Cup playoffs. I see he's in the car today. A happy Monday, Bernie. And if you don't mind, I'm going to jump right into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Oilers, Avalanche, game four tonight. Does the series end, in your opinion, at Rexall or Rogers Arena? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, I'm actually shocked that uh, the Oilers haven't won a game yet. So I really think they will win tonight. I don't think McDavid will let them go four straight. And I know Colorado's played great. I think they're they're faster than maybe what Edmonton thought, but uh, I don't think it ends tonight. I hope it doesn't. Well, I'm going to get to that Rangers-Lightning series in a moment, but I feel it's just nowhere near as exciting as the Orders and Avalanche series for a variety of reasons. And the Kane-Caudry hit, where are you on a five in a game and a one-game suspension on that? Do you agree? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um as you know, they've been trying to stop that forever. I think it's ironic that uh, who he hit. Uh, I think, hmm. you know, kadri has been uh, three years in a row. He's hurt people and got suspended. So I guess payback's a bitch. So, uh, but I feel bad for Kane. Um, he's a physical player. And I think he knows what he did was wrong. I think he, if he had a chance to do it again, he would have did it a little differently. But uh, one game's fair for sure. Uh, Mike Smith pulled in game one, probably should have been pulled in game two, and then allows the weak game winner in game three. I feel like he's obviously, I feel like he's let the orders down in this series. Um, he's, is, 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 is he the biggest reason they're down 0 3, do you think? Well, I think if you look at some of the goals the other night, they where they were tip ins, which is really tough for a goalie. Um, I've always said. You know, you need good goaltending to win. And uh, he played great at times in Calgary, where the Calgary goalie didn't play as well. The Ranger goalie is the reason why the Rangers are there. Um, he has to be the best player for them to win, or at least be good enough to give them a chance. And if he's not, then they won't win tonight either. So he has to play better for sure. 
Well, and the interesting thing is the Avalanche are doing this for games two and three with a backup goalie in Fran Soz or Fran Coos, however they say his name. Well, I don't even know who he is. So I guess, you know, as far as the goaltending right. battle goes, you know, like uh, you can't really, the kid's done his job, man. Like he's been called upon, he's been good. He has, and that was one of the reasons I thought uh, the Oilers would win is because of the uh, number one goalies out. A backup goalie is a backup goalie for a reason. And uh, this guy's a backup, but he's played great. And he's given uh, Colorado a chance to win. So that's all they can ask for. And he's done his job for sure. I'm with Bernie. I do not think this series ends tonight. We believe it's going back to uh, Ball Arena for at least a game five. Two Sunday's game, same thing. Late, 42 seconds left. Late goal by Andre Palat wins it for the Tampa Bay Lightning. It hasn't been as exciting a series as the West, but it's still been a good series. What was your take on game three in Tampa? Well, I think you've finally seen the right team show up. Uh, I think that over 50 shots on goal. I don't know where that team was the first two games. Um, I expected them to play better in one and two, but they didn't. And, you know, rightly so they lost, but they definitely showed up last night and if they can do that for the re remainder of the season, the series, I think they still have a chance to win. What do you think? I know you follow the Rangers very closely as alum. What has gone differently under Gerard Gallant? I mean, they've they tweaked with a few trades, obviously. Cop uh, and Frank Vetrano have been huge. But as far as their style of play, what's he done different than his predecessor, Quinn? Well, I just think he's just a great coach. Um, he was a great coach when he went to, to Vegas. I have no reason why they ever fired him. I have no reason why they fired him in Florida. He's just a good coach, and he's got a great bunch of players that play really well for him. Great goaltending. So I think with, with him, he's just he puts the uh, players in position to succeed, and, and they're playing really well for him. So that's the big difference, in my opinion, to, to this team from last. Is it's interesting what you say about the Lightning? If they, if this team stays, if they show up again, uh, they got a real chance to win this series. What is it with Tampa that they haven't brought the most consistent effort, game in and game out in these Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, I think it, it's mainly your, your your best players. Kucherov, you know, he's hot and cold. He shows up when he wants, and and when he does, if it's on the offensive side, he's spectacular. He doesn't really do much defensively. Um, I just think. They just need to, to play like they did last game. They, they had no shots the first two two games. It's like they were never in it. And obviously you got to give uh, New York credit for that. They, they shut them down pretty good, but uh, they got the heart of a champion and they showed it last night. Uh, so they just have to do that again. They just come out and have to play for 60 minutes. And if they do that, they, they still can win. Well, Bernie, you've had some tremendous Stanley Cup playoff runs as a player. I watched them. How much of it at this time of year is mental versus physical? Because remember in the Leafs series, there were analysts saying the Lightning are tired, they're fatigued, two long runs. I'm like, nah, I don't think that's what it is. How much of it is between the years when you get to this time of year? Yeah, I think it pretty much all is. Uh, it's amazing, and I've said this different times, how your body reacts. It, it, um, your, your, your mind is so smart. Uh, it's a game and, and the guys play and they play hard. And when they have time to rest, they rest. I, I remember playing and you were so sore 
in between games, but you knew when the puck dropped, you had to play, and you did, and you played great. Uh, but the minute you're out, your your body will shut right down, and it's like there's no chance in hell you can you can even think about playing if you had that. So uh, it's just it's just kind of weird how how your your mind works, but uh, how powerful it is and. This time of year, it's it's all, all mental, and and the guys that prepare themselves and and they've been there before, and it's still fun for them. No matter how if they're hurt, tired, it's still so much fun for them that that doesn't even come into play. Well, um, I'm glad I asked, and I feel like I could talk about this with you for hours because you look at the recovery now that the players have. You guys never had that, like. You guys don't get, I don't think you're watching the NHL on TNT broadcast. I am. And like Gretzky, your good buddy from L.A. laughed the other day. He's like, we didn't have goalie coaches back in the day. We didn't have mental coaches back in the day. And yet you guys found a way, Bernie. Right? Imagine if you did. That's right. We didn't charter back then either. It wasn't as, uh, <laughs> they got it pretty pretty good nowadays. But, uh, you know, as as players... Uh, you're good to see. It's good to see that they have that. And uh, you, as as fans, we want to see the best possible players out there all the time. And and they're allowing that now with with the way the games move. So uh, I'm happy to see it, and it just makes it more exciting. You get the best of everybody every night. Exactly. The winners are us, the fans, really. Next week, Bernie, uh, we'll continue to talk Stanley Cup class, but I also want to know how you got hooked up with the great guys at Bet Regal like I did. I understand it's a great story. Uh, enjoy the hockey. Have a great week. We'll chat with you the next Monday. All right. Thank you. Good talk to you. NHL, NHL great and Bet Regal ambassador, NHL ambassador, Bernie Nichols. Taco Time viewer takeover is next. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network. Also live streaming on YouTube. And if you've missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you find your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, everybody. It is uh, Taco Time viewer takeover. And ahead of that, I'm going to get to a sports update here. We've got some comments that have come in on the text line, and you've got time in this segment if you want to write me. 902-518-3033. Taco Time, real food, real value real flavor oh love me some taco time but first a sports update the orders need a win tonight in edmonton to prevent it being swept by the colorado avalanche while only four teams trailing a stanley cup playoff series 3-0 have ever come back to win edmonton insists they can make history one more time 8 p.m eastern the tampa bay lightning and new york rangers will play game four tuesday in florida the rangers lead that series two games to one Big talk across Canada, especially Canada's men's soccer team refused to play a scheduled World Cup warm-up match on Sunday against Panama amid a contract dispute between the players and the sport's national governing body. Canada Soccer confirmed the match scheduled for BC Place was cancelled less than two hours before kickoff. Canada ranked 38th in the world is scheduled to kick off CONCACAF Nations play against number 17 Curico in Vancouver on June 9th. And that game 
remains in doubt. June 9th, that's only a couple days away. And I get, now I'm getting texts on who's behind this with Soccer Canada and stuff. Don't know. Not my deal. Just play. The Toronto Blue Jays open a three-game series against the Royals in Kansas City tonight. With eight wins in their last ten outings, the Blue Jays, they start the weekend second in the American League East, seven and a half behind the Yankees. Ross Stripling will be on the mound tonight for Toronto, while Kansas City will roll out starter Daniel Lynch. Royals are last in the American League Central at 17 and 35. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch every Wednesday, open every Wednesday through Sunday for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through liquor store where you'll never need to ask to have the CFL game put on. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I will jump into the YouTube chat in a moment, but first, people watching on Game Plus TV and also listening live right now are Metal Shingle Guy. Metal Shingle Guys listening in the sweatpants capital writes in and says, So, Rod, are you going to pick your new team before this weekend? He's referring to the CFL, and I'm not doing that. Did I say that I was going to do that? I probably did say that. I was deliberating over the CFL offseason of maybe picking a team, but what I've settled on is this. I'm just an overall CFL guy. I'm following the league. I'm pulling for the league. It has problems, obviously, but they're well up out of my control. How could I pick Calgary, for instance, and then have a great guy like Victor Quee come on on Friday and have him just kill it? If anything, I would be leaning towards the Edmonton Elks because of Jones, because he's awesome. But that would be a disservice to the Calgary Stampeders who look at all the people they sent down to our show while we're at Gray Eagle. And then our good friend Matt Baker, who joined us from Kamloops training camp, live during Lions camp. Last minute of play. Last minute of play in hour one. Are the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and my good friend Richie Hall still over there? Zach Caleros. Like, I just can't pick one. So I'll just say that I'll be the CFL guy and it probably will make it easier to be more impartial with coverage and so forth and unbiased. And we'll kick off hour two talking more about this, but I still believe the Calgary Stampeders outscoring their opposition 78-13 in the preseason is a message to everybody else that they're not fooling around. I'm glad I brought this to Florida, my Calgary Stampeders travel mug. Wilf is watching in Steinbach, Manitoba regarding the revenue. He says, soccer, 40% of what? How many dollars is it? See, everybody's talking about the soccer, and I think we've got to talk about that next hour too. So stick around. we got it all coming up after this break. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.